And uh, the CEO came to me and said, Bill, I got good news and bad news. And I was like, just give me the bad news. And he was like, you're not, you're no longer like uh, qualified to do anything in accounting and finance. And I was like, I never was. Uh, luckily for me, the only company stupid enough to hire a 26 year old to take them public was an internet advertising company in 1996. I, I can't wait for, for me to be one right next to Martin Sorrell. <laughs> We've done 10 acquisitions uh, in the last five years. Hello everyone, I'm Tom Denford, co-founder of IDcoms. Welcome to another episode of Media Snack Meets, where we get to meet the individuals and organizations doing great work to inspire success and drive change through the global media and marketing industry. Uh, each week, because my guests are short on time, we just ask uh, six questions in 15 minutes or less. And with each guest, we wanna know what's behind their success, what it takes to make change in the industry, and maybe some of the things that the rest of us can learn from those experiences. My guest for this week is B, uh, Bill Wise, CEO of Media Ocean. Uh, hi guys. Hello, Hello gentlemen. Where are you? There you are. Yes. Hey, Bill. Hey, Tom. How are you? Very good. Thank you. Good to see you. Thanks, Lots of familiar sir. faces in the intro. I can see you back. I, I, I can't wait for, for me to be one right next to Martin Sorrell. <laughs> exactly. Right. So you know the format. So we'll get straight into it. Um, as I said, really um, pleased that you could join us. And I mentioned that you're CEO of, of MediaOcean. You have been for a long time and you've been on a fascinating journey. Maybe we can learn a bit more about that. Um, and there's some been interesting recent things. I'm sure you're going to touch on in this recent uh, developments and announcements with the company that if you feel free uh, to share with us, because I think really some really interesting work that you guys are doing. Um, so first off, just explain for those that don't know you or MediaOcean, um, you know, what is it you do and something that, you know, in your journey, either at MediaOcean or elsewhere that, that you've been most proud of? Sure. So MediaOcean was founded off of the merger of two actually competitive businesses, hmm. uh, Donovan Data Systems or DDS, which was founded in 1967, uh, and then a much newer uh, venture funded startup that I was running called MediaBank. We merged together in 2012 to form MediaOcean. So by virtue of that merger, we're actually a 54-year-old company. I like to say we're the oldest startup in the space because uh, even though we have decades and decades of history, I like to run this business as a startup. Um, and uh, at the core of what we do is we're the system of record for the industry, right? If you are a planner, a buyer at a major agency, you kind of use us like traders use the Bloomberg terminal. Yeah. Um, and in all, we process about $150 billion of advertising spend on an annual basis. Uh, and obviously the last, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, the ad tech industry has become incredibly complex ecosystem. Uh, a lot of valuable companies have been, you know, born from kind of this supply chain and, uh, and just, I, you know, I kind of love what I do. I love the company. I love the space. Uh, and that's MediaOcean. Good. And, and I mean, you've been on a fascinating journey. So those of you that know you know that, you know, you've, you've, been through some amazing companies in that time so but what, what do you look back on as being the most that you're most proud of i think i'm most proud of you know 
the ability to kind of stay ahead of the market, right? I mean, the, the, the market is moving at such a fast pace that you kind of have to aim ahead of the target because it's such a fast moving target. Mm -hmm. So the ability for, you know, MediaOcean and myself to kind of stay ahead of that market um, and know where the target's headed is, you know, is it, is incredible. I mean, we've done we've done ten acquisitions uh, in the last five years, mm -hmm. and and that's because you know the market was moving at a pace where you know I thought, hey, I, I can't keep up organically. So there needs to be both organic growth and inorganic growth. And so you know, I'm, I'm that that's what I'm kind of most proud of is you know just kind of predicting where the market's going, placing some bets, and being able to look back and say, yeah, the, you know, on average, those were good decisions. Good. Love that. Uh, right. Question number two. So I can guess that you're quite passionate about the media business, Bill, but uh, what, what is it that gets you most excited? What's the best thing about working in media? It, I, you know, it has to be the people. Um, you know, so, so I don't know if you know this about me, but uh, the first, you know, four or five years of my career, I was a certified public accountant or CPA. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and, and it was, it was interesting because uh, I was, I was actually blessed that I was not a good accountant. Um, so I needed to find a new career, but you know, th that, that industry was interesting because, you know, the loose links kind of dropped pretty quickly and then the really strong links ended up leaving the chain and kind of going on and being investment bankers or being the controllers or CFOs of companies. And I felt like mediocrity rose to the top. Uh, luckily for me, the only company stupid enough to hire a 26 year old to take them public was an internet advertising company in 1996. Yeah. Uh, and, and that company was their, their name at the time was Ian, which was an acronym for internet advertising network. It's like naming your dog dog. Uh, and there's a bunch of tech guys from Atlanta that knew nothing about the industry. They ended up selling a piece of the company to an ad agency, uh, who had a digital division called DoubleClick. Uh, and as part of that investment, we took over the name DoubleClick. And I just kind of got lucky in that, you know, I, I, I took DoubleClick public. And the, the, the other nice part is one year at later, we were a publicly traded company about a year and a half later. And uh, the CEO came to me and said, Bill, I got good news and bad news. And I was like, just give me the bad news. And he was like, you're not you're no longer like uh, qualified to do anything in accounting and finance. And I was like, I never was. <laughs> and so, uh, and he, he, he looked at me and said, Hey, you want to get an MBA? You're going to get it here. Um, and so I just kind of been blessed and I've been doing it for two and a half decades since. Good. Good for you. Uh, next question. I mean, you, media, as mediation as a business, you sit in a really interesting position because you, as you, as you mentioned, you, know, you refer to yourself as this system of record that, that we see you as, um, so normally a media snack, I mean, you know, we're either taking the perspective of the marketer or the perspective of the agency really in quite that kind of transactional yeah. way or the perspective of the, of the, you know, the publisher in the marketplace. Um, but you connect all of these. So from your perspective, what, and there's lots of challenges in the business that we're all trying to resolve from your view, what, what's the, what's the biggest challenge that we need to try and overcome as a, as an industry? So I, I think when people think about supply chains, I, I think, People think of like the complexity of, you know, retail supply chains or food and beverage supply chains or consumer packaged goods or auto, right? Like, you know, how to go from inception to like, you know, making a car. People don't think about kind of the media and advertising landscape as being an incredibly complex supply chain. Yeah. Um, and what we've seen is 
that supply chain, the people uh, who have solutions in the supply chain have arguably become more valuable than the principles of the business, right? You've seen, you know, companies like the Trade Desk went from inception to $40 billion of market capitalization mm. in 10 years, right? And so, uh, you know, and, and Trade Desk got to the point where they were worth more than their t the top two holding companies combined, right? Yeah. So, you know, at, at the core of what we need to figure out is how do we make the supply chain more simpler, particularly as more and more media um, gets connected to an IP address or is digital or is even programmatic within digital. And so I, I, I think the biggest challenge we have is, you know, and, and, and Mark Pritchard says this all the time is, is like when, you know, when I spend a dollar of media, a dollar of advertising, I, I want like a dollar of media or 95 cents of media when it comes to digital programmatic in some cases, you know, a dollar of advertising results in 40 cents of working media, 50 cents of working media, 60 cents of working media. And that's not sustainable yeah. if all media eventually is going to become digital. And so I think the biggest challenge we as an industry have is how do you deal with the complexities there? How do you deal with a very rich supply chain? How do you deal with interoperability so that, you know, poor planners and buyers are not logging into 12 different systems? And, and at the core, that's, you know, kind of what MediaOcean's mission is, is to be a key player kind of in that transformation. Yeah, very good. Um, never short of word, Bill, this is good. I've got to keep you honest on time. So we're halfway through, this is good, we're on track. Uh, this I'm really interested to kind of hear here because you've, you've, you've been in so many influential and leadership positions of companies that have grown and been successful and have become well-known. Uh, but also you must have some great mentors as well. So what, what's, what's great leadership advice that you've either learned or that you now pass on to, to others in your role? Yeah. So, you know, leadership is interesting, right? You, I don't feel like you can take a class on leadership or like, you know, leadership. I feel like there are certain people who I have leadership or don't. Um, and I, and I think a, a lot of times, particularly in like the age of social media, people think about leadership as like, followers or like I, you know, I have this many followers on Twitter or, you know, I have employees follow me. And I, I, so I don't think leadership is about creating followers. It's actually about creating future leaders. Right. And so when I think back on, you know, my, you know, two to three decades, you know, of, of leadership in this industry, you know, I am most proud of seeing the people who I nurtured. Um, and, you know, the fact that they've gone on, uh, you know, to create, you know, to be CEOs at companies or be C-level executives at companies like, you know, or, uh, you know, we have we have a guy at our end in, in, in my company now who literally started in the mailroom and is now running, you know, one of the largest groups in the company like that. That just gives me so much. That just gives me so much pleasure um, and excitement and and energy. Uh, and, and, you know, the, I think the other part is like, I, I kind of grew up like this poor kid with a, you know, single mom. We had no, I, ne I never knew we had no money until I got to college. Uh, and then I was like, wow, I really have no money. Um, and you know, so for me, I, I, I'm, I'm always rooting for the underdog. I always love like, you know, you, you kind of find some of the, there's some, there's so much talent in this industry. Um, so for me, leadership is all about creating the next generation of leaders. Yeah. I love that. Very good. Um, so 
moving on nicely. So, I mean, you obviously have clear passion for the people that you work with and the, the talent in the industry outside of work. Now, I know you have five kids, I think, which probably keeps you very busy. Um, so apart from that, where would we find you? Where, where do you go to kind of recuperate and, and reflect from away from the media industry? Yeah, so so it is true. I do have five children, um, and 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 I actually think that keeps me young. I actually have uh, two in college and two in diapers, um, and then one in high school. And so uh, you know, kind of like having those extremes has just been has just been incredible. And I think you know when my older kids were younger, I was trying to create my start my career, and you know you're young and you don't really have money and you can't afford help and. Uh, you know, and, and now I feel like I enjoy, like, I'm just enjoying parenthood the second time around because I have the luxury of, you know, kind of already had, already did it. Um, and kind of seeing it through a different lens has just been such a, such a, such a gift to me. Um, and so outside of, of that, uh, which, you know, between work and that, it's, there's not much time, you know, I, I, uh, as we talked about earlier, I'm a huge Chelsea fan. Uh, so one of the few Americans who who follows, you know, English Premier Football. Mm -hmm. uh, I am a huge Miami Dolphin fan, which has been a curse because, uh, you know, I don't know if you follow the NFL. but They're terrible. I'm, I'm hopeful this year they might be better. Uh, I love to snowboard. Uh, and I finally got one of my kids to be a snowboarder with me. Um, and, and then at the end of the night, I love to kick back uh, with a California cab. Uh, so, so love my red wine. Very good, good. Um, right, so just on a little bit of reflection, I mean, you, you talk very eloquently about some of the challenges in the industry. I mean, particularly in that the very complicated supply chain, which I think Mark called the murky supply chain, is getting a bit better, okay. I think, now. And we, we, we are seeing a, a bit of consolidation, but it's slow. Yep. Um, I mean, is that an area of focus? If we just think, I want to probe you on, on what you're kind of, ambitions are for the year ahead or your hopes for us for the next 12 months in a year's time what do, what would you like to have seen that would be a real good step change for the industry yeah we, we we like to say that marketers need to market the way consumers consume uh and certainly through the pandemic you've seen kind of this transformation to streaming and digital uh that you know pro, you know probably you know over six or seven quarters it would have taken six or seven years to get there and uh, so, you know, in the, in the years ahead, I, I think there's just going to be mass innovation, you know, towards that transformation. Uh, you know, certainly Media Ocean thinks it's an incredible opportunity. So where we, we, I went back to my board and said, I need another $10 million to invest in R&D towards this opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other part is I think we all want to start spending some of that T&E that we've saved over the last, you know, 14 months. Uh, you know, get back to can, get back to CES, get back to visiting clients. Uh, and, you know, for me, this industry, uh, you know, people talk about work-life balance, like work is my life, life is work. You know, all, some of my best friends are from this industry. So, you know, for me, I can't wait to just get back in front of people. Uh, and, and I think that's where the magic occurs, right, is, yeah. is, you know, being in front of your clients and the principals, uh, and collaborating, that's that's where the magic is. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. We look forward to that. Bill Wise, uh, CEO of Mediation. thank you so much. Thanks, Tom. Who would you like to meet on future episodes? Please let us know in the comments below. 
Subscribe to our channel where you will also find previous guests, including leading media executives from companies like P&G, L'Oreal, Mars, Mastercard, and many more. Plus, some of the industry's most provocative thought leaders, such as Belinda Smith, Jerry Dakin, Professor Mark Ritson, Nadine Cart McHugh, and Gary Vaynerchuk. You can also subscribe to get new episodes each week. And if you like this episode and think someone else would, then please do share it. Thanks so much for watching.